Section 19 of the American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 11, March 1881. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. The American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 11, March 1881, by Various. Selections from our letterbox. Part 3. Not Discouraged Should I be persuaded to give up the business of keeping bees for profit, I do not know what I could find what would pay better. I have twenty-five colonies in good condition, and everyone in this town wants honey, and I shall try to supply it to them. Charles Follett, Osage, Iowa Lost but four out of two hundred and seventy-three. My bees are wintering well. I have lost but four out of 273 colonies, wintered on the summer stands, packed with sawdust and planer shavings. It has paid me to advertise in the weekly bee journal. I have all the work I can do. A. E. Manham, Bristol, Vermont, March 9, 1881 Dead Bees in the Cells I took six combs out of two hives in which the bees died, that had plenty of honey in the two outside frames. In every cell of the three middle frames is a dead bee. I tried to pick them out with a pin, but gave it up for a bad job. Is there a way to clean them? Can I use the combs again next spring? Please let me know in the next journal. John W. Sturwold, Haymond, Indiana, March 11, 1881 You will find our method given in answer to Mr. Phillips, page 86 of this number. The combs can be used again this spring. The Editor Progressing. My bees are getting along well. I have lost three weak colonies that were left unprotected, but it was my own fault. A hive peddler was in this section this winter selling hives without frames. I showed him my hives, similar to the Langstroth, and he took the measure of it and said I was well fixed for beekeeping. He never said a word about selling his hive to me. I do not know how many he sold. John Borstler. Gilead, Illinois, February 26, 1881 Moldy combs, etc. Having lost a few colonies of bees the past winter, I wish to make the best use of the combs left, as they are mostly new. Some are moldy. What shall I do with them? Some of the cells are full of dead bees. How shall I get them out? How can I keep the moth out of the combs until I can use them? An answer to these questions through the weekly at an early day will no doubt benefit many new beginners. O. Phillips, Emporia, Kansas, March 2nd, 1881 When your colonies are strong in the spring, give the moldy combs. They will soon utilize them, if not given too fast. The combs with dead bees should be kept in a dry place, and after the bees have become dried and shrunken, you can easily shake them out of the cells. If moths get in the combs, Treat them in the manner suggested by Mr. Doolittle, page 74, Bee Journal of March 9th. One pound of sulphur, however, to each 100 cubic feet, seems a large amount. This would require 10 pounds for a room 10 feet square. We have had no experience in sulphuring combs, but think one pound would be sufficient for 1,000 cubic feet in a closed room. The Editor Palestine Bees We are having a hard winter on bees. They have not had a fly since last October 28th. Bees that were here kept in old-style boxes are nearly all dead. Many that were packed in chaff are dead or have the dysentery. 
and are flying out on our coldest days and of course never return my bees that are in chaff tenement hives are in the best condition of any i have seen my palestine bees are standing the lonely confinement in the hives better than the italians they are quieter and do not fly out so much and get lost on the snow i much like the weekly bee journal and when i got the journal of february second out of the office i felt like grasping the hand of the editor and having a shake but alas it was not flesh and blood but a very good likeness many thanks for giving us a chance to view it i r good napani indiana february second eighteen eighty one honey as medicine i wish to compile for publication an exhibit of the medicinal qualities of the various kinds of honey and i shall be obliged for any facts sent me on the subject chaff packing seems to be ahead here this winter but i notice a great difference in the wintering capacity of several colonies all of mine which were devoted to the production of honey are doing well but i have lost by excessive early breeding and some that were used to rear queens they had no flight for four months t l von dorn south avenue omaha nebraska march ninth eighteen eighty one gathering pollen last season proved a splendid one for bees each colony averaged seventy two pounds of surplus sweet honey and from twenty to forty pounds of bitter my bees are blacks and to-day are out gathering pollen and some honey e p massey waco texas march first eighteen eighty one anxious for spring the monthly was good but a more frequent visitor in the shape of the weekly is better it brings fresh news ready for use i spent an hour in my cellar last evening examining my bees i was heartsick at the condition in which i found them i had about forty colonies in the fall at least one half of them are dead i have an excellent cellar especially for my bees and have not lost a colony before for five or six years i began to think that losing bees in winter was an unnecessary thing but i see that i was mistaken for my bees did not lack for care in any particular the death of mine is from dysentery the small amount of honey collected in this vicinity last year was a very poor quality as is seen from the fact that it has not candied during the winter i extracted about three hundred pounds and put it away in glass jars and it looks like so much new orleans molasses my friend mr bischoff had about forty colonies in the fall all are now dead but six they were left on their summer stands mr b is lonesome and wants my bees put in his apiary next summer to keep him company but it remains yet to be seen if i will have any left to keep up a humming in my own apiary i met mr gardner of this city the other day and he reports all of his sixteen colonies dead several other bee-men have told me that but few if any of their bees are alive winter still holds on with an iron grasp our bees so much need a cleansing flight i am anxiously waiting for some warm days i p wilson burlington iowa march fourth eighteen eighty one died of disease i have lost about all the peace i had yet i love to hear of others success in the bee business and read of others way of management but i am convinced that my bees died of some disease the same as mr carver reported from greencastle indiana although bees have not died so universally throughout this country as mine have i have the hives and combs left with lots of honey in them these i can sell for something perhaps or melt them into wax or get a few colonies of bees to begin anew 
but it is very poor encouragement to put much stock in bees the way it looks now. D. W. Fletcher, Lansingville, New York, March 4, 1881. Cyprian's Ahead Bees doing well. They are commencing to work on plum bloom. They have brewed in all stages. In an average of over 30 colonies of Cyprians, they are farther ahead in brood-rearing than the Italians. The latter have had the same chance as the former, and very busy now preparing for queen-rearing. J. H. P. Brown, Augusta, Georgia, March 2, 1881 An Early Season I see from reports in our new weekly journal that bees are dying throughout the north and west more than usual, from short stores and intense cold. I may say that we have had an unprecedented cold winter here. The thermometer at one time ranged for a few hours as low as 18 degrees above zero, but soon struggled back to about 2.5 degrees below. Last fall, our bees gathered a full supply of fall honey, and none will die from cold or starve out that are worth saving. The winter being wet, white clover is coming out very thick over the ground. Maple, elm, plum, and wild cherry are now in bloom, as well as heads of white clover that are pushing out their lovely forms to the genial sun. Bees usually work on white clover here by the tenth of this month, but this year our honey season will be much later. May the new departure prosper and lead us forward to perfection. J. W. Winder, Thibodeau, Louisiana, February 10th, 1881 Mr. Winder enclosed us some white clover blossoms of this year's growth. The sight of the modest flowers is refreshing, while from our office windows the earth looks bleak and gloomy with its deep mantle of snow. The Editor End of Section 19